Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, already in progress. An action or appearance that is mere disguise or show. An action or an appearance that's mere disguise or show. You may have seen it on television, may have uh, seen some advertisements about masquerade balls. Now, what's the key element with a masquerade ball? That you come wearing some kind of mask. Why? To disguise the real you. And unfortunately, we in the church have embraced this, and we are, are flowing in it uh, more, than er uh, more than ever, and we're trying to mask things and trying to make uh, ourselves appear uh, better off than we are. Mm -hmm. And so the central thought of this particular uh, series of lessons is that we all have issues. Yes. <laughs> yeah, praise the Lord. Some of y'all are like, I don't know if I should say amen to that or not. <laughs> kind of caught me off guard there, yeah, praise the Lord. Yeah, the, the key thought is we all have issues. And unfortunately, many are spending more time trying to cover up the issue than to work on fixing the issue. But we want to be a church, we want to be a culture that we can be real, we can be authentic, and we can get real genuine help and experience real genuine change, amen? Praise God. And so we've been sharing some things with you, and our key verse has been, Second uh, Corinthians chapter number four, uh, verse number one, and I'll be re reading it to you out of the message translation. So if you don't have that, you can follow along with us on the screen. It says, since God has so generously let us in on what he is doing, we are not about to throw up our hands and walk off the job just because we run into occasional hard times. He says, we refuse to wear masks and play games. We don't maneuver and manipulate behind the scenes. We don't twist God's word to suit ourselves. Rather, we keep everything we do and say out in the open, the whole truth on display so that those who want to can see and judge for themselves in the presence of God. Paul says, hey, just because we run into some occasional hard times, we are not going to throw up our hands and quit. Tell your neighbor, said, don't you dare quit. Don't you dare quit. Yeah. Then he follows up and says, we refuse to wear masks. We refuse to play games. We refuse to twist God's word to suit our own selves. No, 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 no. It's time for us to put everything we do and everything we say out in the open. In other words, be real and be authentic. Amen. Praise God. And so we uh, began to talk about some things last week because I want to look at some different areas in which I believe we should take off the mask, uh, especially in the body of Christ. And we began with this, uh, this area called conflict, this area of conflict. Unfortunately, we in the body of Christ do not handle conflict well. We don't handle conflict well. Most of the times, we will end the relationship instead of facing conflict. And the very thing God has designed us for, God has designed us for relationship, God has, God has designed us for connection, we'll rather sever a connection, we'll rather sever a relationship instead of go through conflict. Amen. Got it? And so we want to talk about this because uh, we, we need to understand that we, we go, we're going to be challenged. We're going to experience conflict even as saved individuals. Even as individuals who love the Lord. Come on, talk to me. Who feel with the spirit? We're still going to, we're still going to uh, face some challenges, and we're still going to run into some conflict. And so we're going to make sure that we understand how to remove the mask 
and handle conflict appropriately. Because our initial conflict, uh, our initial response to conflict, most of the time is to blame someone else. The first conflict that came into play in Scripture, Adam. Adam and God had a conflict. God gave Adam some instructions. He didn't follow them. That's conflict. And so when God came to Adam and said, now, who, now, 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 what's going on? Adam said, first thing he said is that, God, is that woman that you gave me? <laughs> in other words, Adam is saying, hey, if you'd never given me her, we wouldn't be in this conflict. Got it? Why? Because we want, we want to, we want to uh, think or we want to, yeah, we want to think that it's somebody else, else's fault and we don't have anything to do with it. But James is really clear on how we end up in most conflict, okay? And so let's go to James 4 and let's find out what, uh, what James is talking about here. James 4, verse number 1. Again, I'm going to read it to you out of the message translation. You can follow along with this if you don't have it uh, with you. James 4, 1 says, Where do you think all these appalling wars and quarrels come from, from? Come from. In other words, he said, where do you think all this conflict comes from? Do you think they just happen? Think again. And here's the kicker. Hold on to your seat, please. They come about because you want your own way. And fight for it deep inside yourselves. You lust for what you don't have and are willing to kill to get it. You want what isn't yours and will risk violence to get your hands on it. You wouldn't think of just asking God for it, would you? And why not? Because you know you'd be asking for what you don't have a right to. You're spoiled children, each one in your own way. Praise the Lord. So let's go ahead and get it out of the way this morning. Everybody lift your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise break time. Just go and get out of the way. Yeah, just go and get out of the way. James says we end up in conflicts because we simply want our own way. And I asked this question last week. Just think about the conflicts that you've ended up being in. It's basically around someone didn't providing you, providing to you something that you wanted. Or it ends up being someone didn't do what you expected them to do in the way you wanted them to do it. And so you now have conflict. And so he says you're willing to go to violence. You're willing to kill. And we're not talking about physically. Sometimes conflict does end up physically. But he's not talking about physically. He's talking about with our words. That we end up killing people with our words when we end up in conflict with them. Because we don't handle it well, we'll rather talk about someone than handle conflict. And it's amazing that when you talk about someone that you're in conflict with, with someone else, you always paint it the way you come out looking better. Tell your neighbor, that was a good point right there. That was a good point. Uh, then tell your other neighbors, I don't know if I really agree with them, but I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying that was a good point. I'm just, I'm just saying at least, at least good to talk about, you understand? Yeah, isn't that amazing? We, we go to someone, a third party, and we give our side, and our side always is painted in the way that we look the best. You don't go to somebody and say, man, I, my attitude was rotten. I tell you, when I was talking to them, I was so cold. I was so sharp. I mean, I just feel so bad about it. You don't ever do that. 
you go and say, I can't believe they didn't really receive what I was trying to say to them. I was just telling the truth. But I mean, no, you can say the right things in the wrong way. And you can say the right things at the wrong time. Anybody with me? Like, whoo, I wish I could get that back. But once it's out, it's out, right? So uh, no, normally our, <laughs> our initial response to conflict is to blame someone else. But I want to share with you again, I want to pick up on uh, four points for you to help you remove the mask and how to deal with conflict um, properly. Number one, we said this, we have to first look within ourselves. Look within ourselves. Jesus said in Matthew 7, he says, hey, before you talk about the speck in someone else's eye, make sure you remove the plank in your eye. Got to look at what's going on in me that's causing me to end up in conflict with you. Why did I lose it when you didn't do what I asked you to do? Come on. What, what's, 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 what's the inner battle in me? And so first and foremost, we have to look within ourselves. And then uh, because we said this, we judge ourselves by our intentions. We judge ourselves by what we intend on doing, but we judge others by their actions. So if someone else fails to come through for us, we jump them. But if we fail to come through for somebody else, it's okay. I mean, I just got tied up. Something distracted me. I'll take care of it tomorrow, and you expect that per the other person just to be cool with it. But you'll jump somebody who, done, who doesn't do it on your time schedule. So you got to look, look within yourself. You got it? All right, number two, we said, this is where we left off. We have to talk to God first. Talk to God first. What are we saying? Go to God before you go to people. Go to God before you go to people. Prayer should be our first response, not our last resort. Should be our first response, not our last resort. And so sometimes if we could just take a moment and just find within ourselves, just take a moment and, and just breathe, just pause. We talked about before we send that email reply, before we send that reply text, before we send that letter in the mail, before we uh, jump that person, before we yell at somebody, just take a moment and step back and say, you know what, let me talk to God about this. God, am I, am I receiving this right? God, am, am I interpreting what they're trying to say right? Okay, now God, help me by the Spirit to now respond in a certain way that we can, that we can handle this appropriately. Got to talk to God first, amen? Praise the Lord. Because uh, what will happen when you talk to God first, it'll take the edge off. Y'all know the edge I'm talking about? Come on, y'all, come on, come on, come on. Lean on your neighbor, say the edge. Come on, lean on your neighbor, say the edge, the edge. Y'all know the edge I'm talking about? Yeah, I see that. Ooh, praise the Lord, we're going to help you, we're going to help you. Yeah, the edge, we, we get that edge, you know, that, that, we, 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 that, that emotional edge that we get. And when we sit down and, and pause and talk to God, it'll just take the edge off. And after you then prayed about it, and after you prayed about them, most of the time, if you pray correctly, and if you prayed in the right spirit, with the right heart, 9.9 .9 times out of 10, after that prayer, you'll be like, it is not even that big of a deal. It's not even that big of a deal. Why am I tripping? Why am I tripping? It ain't that big a deal. God, thank you. 
But many of us talk to God after and ask for forgiveness. God, forgive me. I repent. I ain't mean to say it like that, God. <laughs> but we could have handled that in a bit <laughs> before time. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Listen to this. Go to uh, Proverbs 18, 13. Go there real quickly. Proverbs 18, 13. Uh, New King James Version. Proverbs 18, 13. Talking about talking to God first. The ability to remove the mask and handle conflict properly. Proverbs 18, 13 says this. He who answers a matter, check this out, before he hears it, it is folly and shame to him. And we've all been there, me included. Just, you know, uh, went on information, half information. 20% of what's really the story, we just get it. We get over in emotions. We put on the edge and we go for it with 20% of the information and end up at the end of the day, the person like, I, that, that, ain't one, that wasn't even the story. Well, what was the story? Well, if you gave me a chance to, to tell you, we could have worked through this. But a lot of times we don't listen well because we listen to react. We don't listen to understand. And I've done it many times. I've done it many times even in my marriage relationship. Uh, I'll say something, and it's, it's Dr. Wendy's turn and, and talking. I hear a voice. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm loading up. I'm loading up. I'm, I'm loading a magazine because if she stops, and I didn't miss it, I didn't hear anything that she was saying. A lot of times we'd be like, where'd that come from? That's not even what I said. Yes, you did. You said, bah, 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 bah. I did not. Would you listen to me? Well, we don't listen. In our mind, mentally, we hear, we hear, won't, 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 we hear sound. Well, we don't hear no words. And in our mind, but we formulate, yep, yep, mm hmm, I'm gonna say, mm hmm, yep, mm hmm. Oh, you wait, she better not ever stop. <laughs> and tell your neighbor, don't you look at my pastor like that again. Don't you look at my <laughs> pastor like that again. Because y'all looking at me like, shame on you, pastor, shame on you. No, no, see, I'm, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about, I'm talking about me and not you because I ain't gonna leave the church. See, I, I, I'm not going anywhere. But see, if I talk about you, you're going to be like, he ain't got to talk about me like that. I ain't. <laughs> so we just, we're experiencing life for real, right? We're experiencing life what? For real. Because see, sometimes when the word comes forth, it brings conflict to you. And you're like, he don't know me like that. See, that's conflict. Now, how are you going to handle it? Are you going to look within yourself? Are you going to talk to God first? Or are you just going to end the relationship and don't come back to church? See, La. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what it means, pause and think about it. Okay? All right. <laughs> James 119. Come on, let's go James 119. 
talking about talking to God first. Go to God before you go to people. Go to God before you go to people. All right. James 1.19, New King James Version reads this way. It says, so then, my beloved brethren. So he's talking about folk in the church. He says, let every man be what? Swift, quick. To what? To what? One more time. Slow to what? Again? And slow to? Or get upset. So the scripture is telling us what? To be quick to what? Hear. Quick means active. Be alert. Be alive in your hearing. But slow down in your what? Speaking. And if you slow down in your speaking, you will slow down in your wrath and in your anger. Because, see, the more you talk about it, the more you get upset about it. So we can just work on, I only want you to work on the whole verse this week. <laughs> I just want you to work on that first part of the verse. Let every man be swift to hear. Stop. Don't even worry about the rest. If you can, because if you can learn how to be swift to hear, it'll automatically take care of you being slow to speak and slow to get upset. Because if you can train yourself to hear properly, it'll, it'll cut down on a lot of conflict. Amen. And that's, what, and that's one of the things that, that's happening in our relationship. Uh, we just learn how to hear each other. We hear each other now without all the, all the, uh, the stuff, the, 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 the junk that goes along with it. No, that, what, what are you really saying to me? And before we fly off the handle... Most times, we'll say, okay, if we don't completely understand it, we'll say, well, can you say that again? Can you, can you repeat that? Because I want to make sure I'm hearing you right. But how many people sit down and do that when they're in conflict? When you're in conflict, when's the last time you told somebody, if you're in conflict, we'll say, say that again? Huh? Uh, can you repeat yourself? Oh, it's getting quiet in my house. <laughs> but see, you're in conflict. You're in conflict, and you say, whoa, 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 just, just, just say that, because I want to make sure I'm hearing and understanding you. When's the last time we've done that in conflict? So everybody got your homework? You're going to work on the what? First part of the, uh, that first part, that first part. On your hearing, okay? <laughs> Praise God. So point number one was, you got to first look within where? Yourself. MJ said, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways, right? Number two, I'm going to talk to God first. I'm going to go to God before I go to people, right? Point number three, as we're learning how to remove the mask and handle conflict uh, properly, is let God do a work in us. Let God do a work in us, check this out, through the conflict. You hearing that? Through the conflict. Okay? Because God can, can work with you during and through the conflict, which will cause you to come out better on the other side. Now, let me, ask you, let, me, let me say this. God is not causing the conflict. 
But because we end up in conflict, God can get involved in working in you and cause you to grow through the conflict. And I find, I've seen that so, so often, so, so recently, that conflict was, is like conflict came to a head. And I knew if people would just been willing to work through the conflict, they would have been better on the other side. But because people can't see them working through it and end up better, they'll just resist it. Again, placing blame. It's, it's somebody else's fault. They won't ever hear me. We ain't can't talk. We can't talk about that. They'll, they'll just try to. They'll just try to put it back on me. No, we all. We're all trying. We're all endeavoring to be better. And so, allow God to do a work in us. All right. Listen to this. Uh, buckle your seatbelts. Your response or our response. I'll put it. I'll, meet, I'll include me as, as well. Our response is our responsibility. And this, this is going this is going this is going to challenge some of your thinking. No one can make you mad. What? Somebody just made me mad this morning. No, listen to me. No one, zero, no one can make you mad. Dot, dot, dot. If you don't let them. Y'all hearing that? If you don't let them. It's my responsibility to respond appropriately. So a opportunity conflict is presented to me. It could, it, this has great potential to get me highly upset. <laughs> but you know what? I choose to respond a different way. Why do you think Jesus said, why do you think Paul said, Paul said this, Paul says, render, don't render evil for evil, but render good for evil, because as you do, you are, as you're heaping coals of fire, upon the head of those who've done evil to you. Sometimes people are influenced that don't know their influence, and they are, they, their whole motive is to get you hot. They just want to ruin your day. They, they, just, they don't even know why. I just want to get under them so much that they just go off. Sometimes it's just to see how much Christ is really in you. And some of us, we fail sometimes. We fail sometimes. I tell you, and you be like, it's like you get a reality check. Because almost like God allows you to come out of you and see you, and you're looking like. And he like, and you come back in yourself and be like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I never had one of those before. Like you watching yourself like, what is wrong with you? Everybody shout, my response, my response. 
Come on, say it like it means. Say, my response is my responsibility. Come on, shout, no one, I mean no one, can make me mad. <laughs> they say, whoever calls on the name of the Lord <laughs> shall be saved, <laughs> shall be delivered. Listen to this. Listen to this. Let, a God, let God do a work. If you don't learn it, listen to this. If you don't learn it, you will keep going through it. If you don't learn it, you're going to keep going through it. And so if, peop if people push, push certain buttons in you, pop, 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 and you go off, and if you don't ever overcome that, you, they can be able to keep push those buttons for the rest of your life. Because they'll learn the combination. They'll learn the combination and they'll lock it in. And it depends upon what they're going through. Like, man, I'm, I'm going to turn them. Pop, 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 pop. Then they'll leave two off on purpose. Go out about another hour and come back and hit the other two. Pop, pop. They'll mess with you, man. But if you understand that you now, you, 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 you control, you control where this thing go. You do. You control whether it's going to go right or whether it's going to go left. So if you don't learn it, you'll keep going through it. So really, the reality is this, folks. You may be the one that's prolonging it. Okay. All right. First Peter 1. Y'all need scripture. First Peter 1. You might be the one that's prolonging. Why, why I keep going through this with them? It may be you. Praise the Lord. First be the one. Verse number six. Reading to y'all the message translation. Anybody close? Okay. All right. First be the one. Verse six says, I know how great this makes you feel. Even though you have to put up with every kind of aggravation in the meantime. <laughs> Look at this. Pure gold in the fire comes out of it proved what? Pure. So we'll find out what you're made of when the fire die down. You're either going to be made pure or proven pure or we're going to see some ashes. Because gold doesn't burn. So in, in the scripture says in every house, in every house, there's there's uh, there's some that's made of wood, uh, gold and silver, and there's some of wood, hay, and stubble. And when it goes through, those that are made of gold and silver can remain. The rest with wood, hay, and stubble gonna be burned up. <laughs>